0: Welcome to this week's episode of Man, We're Too Old for This, here on the Nerdtunnel Network. I'm your host, the Experience of Some Jason, and with me today is... CDL-113, the droid you're looking for. And the blurred dawn of the veil, the Tidefall. And today we're going to be talking about uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The last episode just came out. All of us here have watched it. And uh, needless to say, this is going to be some spoiler-filled stuff. It's been almost a week. They ain't watched it by now. They ain't watched it. If they haven't watched it by now. They're not a real fan.
1: They ain't anyway, watched it by now. Warning. They end
0: up in and get sent to your room.
1: Go to your room!
0: <laughs> so, anyway, spoiler warnings in effect. All right. Danny, what'd you think of it? Just just your general overall. Uh, General overall, I enjoyed it. I,
1: uh, I, I liked how they handled the. the wrap-up of the uh, season, I guess you would say. Um, uh, I like how they had a callback to some of the characters from the beginning of the season. And I don't know how much more you want me to say without going into any specifics.
0: That's fine, that's fine. Todd, what you?
1: Um, uh, it was one that the first time I watched it I was kinda eh. And I I watched it again later and I liked it a little more. Um it, it it wasn't bad for what it was. You know. There was there was some stuff in it I thought was kinda neat. There was some stuff in it that I was kinda like, oh God, it's it's the comics all over again.
0: Yeah, I think I may know what you I I was generally pleased with it, uh you know, I like the visuals. Sam really does some neat stuff in that last in that last one. yeah, that's true uh, there were some story bits that I think they tried to wrap up a little too neatly. There was one of the big reveals that I really didn't care for for a variety of reasons that I'll get into in detail later uh overall, I come away from the series. I haven't enjoyed it though.
1: Yeah, like like I said, I, I enjoyed it. It was it was just one of those kind of things. Like, if you see my post on Facebook, I posted that, like, just as it was going off. And I was like, eh, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I wasn't sitting there going. I felt better about it than I felt about the series finale of WandaVision. I put it like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh...
1: Oh. Division, I was I was hyped up. I was super hyped up because the series finale, It, was the first one that I stayed up to 2 o'clock in the morning to watch because I was hyped for that one and I was kind of like, eh. This one, I went in with my guard a little up because I was like, well, the last time you did this, you hated it. So, I went into it and, you know, I was like, okay, that's neat. I was surprised by nothing. You know, so and and I, I i think the difference was one divisions next to last episode had you had me really expecting like big shit yeah yeah and the the ne- the fifth episode of falcon and the winter soldier it pretty much set me up for just what i got yeah mm-hmm. I, uh, I liked like I said, I like to call back to the different characters and and how it wrapped up. Like Zemo, you know, when you the the last time you see Zemo, when him and Bucky are having that conversation at the memorial, you know, because he makes the comment, "Have none of you been there?" I get why he goes back there; that's his home country. And I like how when him and Bucky have their showdown, you know, Bucky pulls a gun on him, click, showing him, "I could took you out," but instead. I'm letting them have you and the Tor Malache come out and take him off. And he's like But you know the most important part of that scene was Zemo basically going, Don't worry, I'm not going to kill you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zemo hates super soldiers. Yeah. As scene in, in the finale, that motherfucker don't like super soldiers. Yeah. He looks at Bucky more of a, as a victim, not yeah. a, hey, I chose to take... Yeah, this sh- the whole point of that was still, though, don't worry, I'm not... You see me killing super soldiers, we both know you are one, don't worry, I'm not going to kill you. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I wonder if that's supposed to be, you know, him pitying Bucky for what he's gone through with HYDRA, or if it's guilt over how he manipulated... You know, how he basically drug Bucky into some of this stuff. You know, the the stuff in the Civil War movie. I don't know, because
1: that's kind of the thing is you see him kind of, you know. It's kind of like if you're a victim or if he's kind of fucked you over some kind of way. Which is truthfully my problem with MCU Zemo is he's not evil. Yeah. Zemo is a, in the books, is a fucking Nazi. He's
0: a neo Nazi. He ain't, there ain't no good parts to Zemo. Zemo's evil. I would correct you on one thing. What's that? He was running around in World War II. He is not a neo anything. No, no. Heinrich, no,
1: Heinrich was in World War II. That's Helmut. Helmut's his son. Helmut's a neo Nazi, not Nazi. Who I'm
0: pretty sure was there when Cap glued his father's mask to his face.
1: No, the the trick with in the comics Helmut's thing with Cap was when the mask when Cap glues the mask to his face, the family goes falls out of favor, and the dad his dad Heinrich was obsessed with Cap, and then when because Heinrich lives until Cap gets dethawed and gets killed later. And the son and helmet comes about basically going, you know, you took out. Not only did you kind of deny me my father when he was alive, but you killed him, and that's why he hates Cap. Yeah, he was he was he was around, but he was around as a child. You have to, and in the comics, you have to shrink that time period. Okay, I got you. you know, Cap wasn't in, Cap was not in ice seventy years in
0: in the comics. He was in ice like twenty years. 2025. Yeah, yeah. You, were, you were going from you know the 40s to the 60s. Yeah at yeah. the time that they brought him back. Yeah. So what you had was it gave it gave Heinrich it gave Helmut enough
1: time to get grown. But yeah, cause he he cause Helmut shows up for the first time as a character called himself the Phoenix. And he had this whole thing where he was gonna basically dump Cap in Molten and he's vexed. And ends up falling into it himself, and that's why his face is all fucked up, and shit. But yeah, that was that was his beef with with Cap, and and the comic version, yeah, is a neo-Nazi.
0: Yeah, my he, take on you know, him in the in the show is is a lot like my take on Jimmy Woo. Yeah, you know, I like the character that shows up. In the in the MCU, but I don't think it's a good I don't think it's a good representation of the comic version of the villain, right? Or the character, I should say.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't dislike Zemo because truthfully, out of the out of the MCU villains, he's the most successful. Yeah, you know he survived contact with him, and he tends to get the shit that he's trying to do done.
0: Yeah, he's very much he's the best example. You've got him kind of the mastermind. Yeah, I mean Loki's pretty good, but he tends to kind of sabotage himself.
1: And the thing is, Loki, Loki doesn't get his doesn't get his job done, and Loki has died what two, three times?
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: Who's he fell off into abyss. He got you know he gets stabbed and he got his neck cracked. You know Loki don't Loki don't get what he wants and lives. Zemo gets what he wants and survives. You know, he was trying to break up the Avengers. He broke up the Avengers. You know, he was trying to get rid of super soldiers. he That motherfucker got rid of a shit ton of super soldiers in there. Yeah. hmm Yeah, he, not he necessarily old, on the yeah. raft. Yeah. Like I said, I'm like Jason. I like the character, all right, but he's not a good representation of who he's supposed to be. Yeah. because they they've yet to have him do something that was just flat out evil. Yeah. Well, the if you if you go back and look at the the cap movie where they introduced the Red Skull, he's the truly the only Nazi I'm evil because I'm evil character that you've had everybody else that they've introduced as a bad guy has an agenda, whether it be personal, political, whatever. Yeah. But there's been no true, just definitely true evil other than the skull. Yeah, all know, of Zola.
0: Yeah, Zola's. He just will. wasn't. He, you know, if you ran into him physically, he just wasn't a scary villain. But you know, he yeah. was amoral and you know all that jazz. His,
1: his, you can argue, was he did it because of science. His was curiosity of hey, yeah, but can M- I do this? Yeah, but Joseph Mingle
0: is still a bastard. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
0: Yeah. He's still he's that's he's Zola is still, you know, evil. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well I'm saying with Zemo, Zemo is Damn near like Bucky. He's a he's almost a victim. Cause it's one of those, hey, I lost my family. And I ain't handling the shit well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I I want revenge on the people that I hold responsible. For killing my family. He's the collateral damage that you know don't look, is basically going, I ain't collateral damage. Hell, you know, you fucked my life up. Yeah, yeah. Kind of kind of the way that they pushed with uh, Walker, you know, okay, you kill my best friend and and my partner. Yeah. I'm coming for all every one of you. Yeah. I, I only got one the first day, but I'm coming to, for yeah. the rest of you. Whether they took my title or not, and that was kind of my thing with, with Walker. Is everybody's like, "Well, he's evil." No, no, no. he's he, just he, kind of an a hole. He was kind of an a hole to begin with. With mm-hmm. even that, hell, when you listen to the conversation that he's having with Lamar, he got PTSD like a motherfucker. Something happened to him in Afghanistan, and he—that you can tell he like Bucky. He's still having nightmares about. Him. Yeah, yeah, and then because they- you know when they're talking about. When he's asking Lamar, you know, if if you had the chance to take the serum, would you take it? And he's like, hell yeah. Because think of how many people we could have saved if we'd been like that. Yeah, yeah. The, to me, with Walker, it came down to the thing of, okay, you have this outstanding soldier. We're going to, you know, who went through this. He's got PTSD, but he's not being treated for it like a lot of soldiers that come through war. And then all of a sudden, we're going to add this additional responsibility on top of the plate. You know, we're we're giving you the title, Captain America, and we're handing you this suit. And you're going to be the, the guy that, you know, is the face man for America and freedom. Congratulations. Don't fuck it up. And then what happens? Yeah. You know, he he's thrown into a situation that he's really not trained for? I mean, yeah, okay, we're going to teach you how to throw a shield. We're going to teach you how to stand there look, you know, stand tall and smile. He was a figurehead. They used him as a figurehead. But, you know, they didn't go, okay, let's treat the issues that you've already got. They just threw him deeper into the deep end. They didn't go, let's, before we make you Captain America, let's fix what's wrong with you. Yeah. And then when... And fans hated him just because he wasn't Steve. Yeah. Yeah, you know that was the kind of thing. It was like, well, he ain't shit. And he's this, well, well, that's he ain't Steve. Mm-hmm. But even Walker, when they go, well, he was evil. Now he was never evil. He was, oh hell, truthfully, hell. If you want to be honest, hell, he he still had the thing about which is again is something different in the comics. He was still better than the country because he wasn't a fucking bigot. Yeah. Yes, it, that, that's the thing with Steve. He's always been better than the country he represented. And in, in the MCU version, Walker was better than the country he represented. Where in the books, Walker was kind of... Well, in the books, Walter was sh- Walker was shady because when he was the super patriot in his whole thing to, to basically ruin Captain America. Is Lamar and two other, their buddies... With the bold urban commandos, and they would have them like they attacked foreigners. They did all kinds of shit, and then Walker would come in as the super patriot and like run them off. Yeah. So Walker was shady. That was the trick to Walker. Is Walker in the in the books, he was all he was a villain. He was he yeah. was he was a tad on the shady side from jump. And then when they made him Captain America. He tried to kind of be a little better, and then when the Watchdog, when uh the two bold urban commandos did a press conference and gave away his secret identity, and then you had the Watchdogs kidnap and kill his parents. That's when he snapped and was crazy yeah, and would like yeah. talk to his dead parents like they were still alive, and that's what. And that's when he started killing villains. Yeah, yeah. Is his mercy went out the window with that? Yeah, the last bit of humanity he had. Yeah. Was gone, and that's kind of what you saw in the show when Lamar dies. Is like that. Hold me back. Was gone.
0: Yeah, he just snapped. The trick was yeah. he didn't stay in that state necessarily. No, you know, no, he snapped. He chased that one guy down, and you know. And yeah, he did. killed.
1: He killed the dude. He killed the dude on camera. He had heat for Carly because that's who literally killed his yeah. friend. But he, you didn't see him doing other people like that where in the books, yeah, he killed the people that killed his parents, and he just kept killing. Yeah. And you showed up, and he fought you. He, you know, he beat Professor Power to death in the books, and that dude didn't have shit to do with his parents. It was just, he became a lethal Captain America. Yeah. Which they didn't, they they did. They had neither the example nor the time for that in that show. Yeah. The person that he killed, I'd have killed his ass. Hell, when he took off after him, I was sitting there watching the thing going, Don't let that fucker catch you. Whoever he catches is gone. Yep. That's in the heat of the moment. If dude, that shit, oh I'm gonna fall down and beg for food. Nah, now your ass is dead, bro. You better get your you better fight that son of bitch or run like hell. That's that's the two choices you got.
0: Yep. <laughs> that, that a- was a scene in the last in the, the last episode. Where they, uh, I mean, clearly they've got some plans for U.S. Agent. mm mm-hmm. Because you have that scene where he sees Carly getting away, and he sees all those people about to die, and it's like, and you see him kind of grit his teeth, like, uh. Yeah. You know, but then he makes the right call where Book Walker, it would have been a lot more up in the air. You know, Book Walker would have just went after her. He would have been like, everybody else be damned. Uh, up in his early appearances, yeah since then it would depend on the writer yeah, he's, he's, yeah. He's, he's he has fluctuated a lot over the years
1: yeah yeah bookwalker yeah. goes kind of back forth he he
0: well he ain't stable
1: yeah that's that's the trick because <laughs> he just ain't really stable and he's more he's a lot more ultimate captain America in his persona and if he gets an order to do something he does it. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and he does not question the morality of the order it's just that he's been
0: ordered to do it Another thing that points to Walker not being a complete douche is, you know, he's trying to save, the, you know, that truck full of folks. Uh, some other super soldiers come out, you know. He doesn't have a come apart when Falcon manages to save him and get the applause. No. Which is something I was yeah. half expecting.
1: I didn't, because I, I think that was, I, I literally think that kind of once that shield was, was gone from him, I think he was less "I am Captain America" with this homemade shield to get Carly, because you'd had that scene where he was with Lamar's parents and was like, "Yeah, I got the person that that killed him," and he knew that was a damn lie. Yeah, and people were still running around. Mm-hmm. But even that lie, because I've seen people go, "Well, see, he did that lie and it was covering his murder." No, he was doing that to give his friends, family closure.
0: Yeah. See, I watching that scene, I was sitting there debating. Is he, you know, is he doing that to so Lamar's parents have closure? Is he deluding himself, you know, or is he just covering? Because you know he's he's been a little back and forth, and I don't know how crazy he is. Yeah,
1: I, it, it, there's an argument to be made either way, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. truthfully, because like when he tells when he tells uh, Sam and Bucky that, yeah, he's 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 like, oh, you know, I yeah, I had to do that. Cause you know he killed Lamar, and you know they're like, no, they ain't who killed Lamar, and you know it. That was him covering. I, but w- when he tells that to Lamar's family, that could truthfully go either way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: See, personally, I think he was trying to give them some closure that he couldn't get for himself. He's yeah. like, I'll bear this weight, but I want y'all to sleep at night thinking, hey, your son found justice. And then his goal when he made his little shield was, I'm, I'm going to make this, I'm going to make this lie the truth. Yeah. And when he put his medal of honor inside that shield, that way, every time he raised that shield up, he was looking at it. It was like a reminder. Hey, I was once an honorable man and did the right thing for my country. I still have that responsibility. And, you know, when the shield comes back, you know, his fake, his homemade shield gets battered and dented and all that. And he, it, He drops it and it's ruined. To me, that was kind of like, you know, I don't, I'm not the same honorable man that I was when I earned that medal. I've got to become that man again. It was truly, I thought I looked at that as him letting go of the weight of Captain America. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was, that was his thing, you know, I'm not that man anymore. Mm. I
0: need to be, but I'm not. My My take on it was that was kind of symbolically. Him letting Carly go—not that he wasn't gonna go after again, but that maybe the revenge aspect of it was gone. Cause you know he throws the shield down like that when he goes to save those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm I'm real curious to see what they do with him in the future. I hope I hope they got plans for him.
1: Yeah, I am too. And White Russell played the fuck out of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, because well, like when
0: he when he's snapping and you know kills that guy, just him standing there, you can tell oh, that MFR is crazy.
1: Well, you know, I, I told y'all when all this started, we were talking about who was playing the U.S. agent and everything. I told you, you know, I've seen him do the roles, and he, when he plays them, he's he's like his dad in the young days. He plays them roles to the hill, and you believe that when you know, like, oh, this you're you know Sergeant so and so. Okay, I can believe that because you know you. Oh, I'm Captain America. Okay, I can believe that. You know he just has that persona like his dad did. So But I think I think I think it was well acted. I think his part was well written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I am I, I would like to see him in the in other stuff. Yeah. Um one of the callbacks, I'll go ahead and mention this while it's on my brain, was at the end when Sam goes and gets Isaiah and carries him to the uh, Smithsonian, you know, where you got the World War II yeah. Captain America thing, and he rounds the corner, and you got that statue there. To me, you know, I, when that happened, I'm sitting over there, just this big stupid grin on my face, and Jennifer's like, why are you smiling like that? I said, because he's finally getting his due. I said, "It wasn't, in the books, it wasn't until Wakanda gave him citizenship and said, hey, you know, you are a hero that he got his due. Now, in the book, you know, in this movies, they're actually showing the characters. Hey, this guy was one of the originals. You know, yeah. It, it, the the MCU version of that is actually letting the public know that there was one. Because in the books, the public still don't know. He's still basically black folk secret. Yeah, what well, condens know, but like i think don't... black. Yeah, that's <laughs> he's what I'm black saying. folk it's... secret. You know, Nelson Mandela knew. Malcolm X knew. Muhammad Ali knew. Black culture knew. The wider MCU in the comics still don't know shit about, him, yeah, about yeah. Isaiah Brad. It's it's literally just black folks and kind of the super soldiers, the kind of Captain America, because that first book, hell, Steve's just finding out about
0: it. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of got the reaction like Sam had in the show. How did I know about this? yeah. Yeah, and, you know, weren't nice for a while, you know, we didn't, you know, we weren't holding it against you. Yeah, they replaced, they replaced kind of Sam and Bucky.
1: Well, Sam and Bucky in the show kind of replaced Steve. Because Steve finds out about that and goes and meets him. And he's got that wall where he, yeah. with everybody from, like I said, from Malcolm X to Richard Pryor to Nelson Mandela on that thing, where black people knew that he existed. Even when he, because uh. Panther invites him to his to to, to his and Storm's wedding, and you had Luke Cage going, "Oh man, is that who I think it is?" And you had all these black heroes around him, yeah, around his uh wheelchair, and you had Luke Cage going, "Yeah, that that's some real class there." But yeah, it, he's in the books. He's still kind of black folks' secret. Yeah,
0: you know one little thing with him that I liked in this episode. What's that? was when Sam goes to talk to him and they're messing around in the backyard and you see him pick up that big ass tree and a you know like plant an tree. It. Yeah yeah because yeah. I've been sitting there wondering are they ever gonna show that he's still juiced up? Is he still juiced up? And then he helps that thing he up mid conversation exactly. like it's nothing. Yeah you
1: know you knew he was still juiced up because that uh the first time you see him when he's telling Bucky and Sam to get out. He's like, get out of my house, get out of my house. He takes whatever he has and throws it and it embeds in the wall.
0: Oh, I had forgotten about that part. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I like that scene too because that that tree you could tell was some big, was some heavy shit. He picks it up like it ain't nothing and sits on the thing. It's like, God damn. Well, what's when that happened, you know, where Jennifer and I are, are uh, in the process of flipping Papa's old house to move into it you had some neighbors across the road that had had some yard work done, you know, a couple of weeks back and they planted some trees and it was a tree about that size. And they had dug the hole and they had to use a uh, bucket lift to lift the tree out of the back of the truck, carry it across the yard and set it down. And then they had it took three men to strong arm it into place. And she goes, he's that strong. I said, no, he's stronger. That's just him picking up. That's just him picking up. That's like me picking up a two liter bottle. That's just him moving something from point A to point B. He could have threw that across the block. And she's like, wow. I'm like, why do you think when Cap is holding that helicopter back on the you know landing pad from taking off, people are like, holy crap. Oh Hell, Bucky takes that damn uh, compressor off the thing. We're like, yeah. we going to have to get a crane. He's like, mm-hmm. You're welcome. And welcome. Yeah, that is truthfully a Cap's problem
0: I have with the MCU though. Uh
1: is it made it made Cap's kind of normal villains too weak to fuck with it.
0: Yeah. They, they really amped the super soldiers up a little too much. But uh Well, I've
1: always got the impression that Cap
0: held back just like Spider-Man. Because think about it, a lot
1: of Spider-Man's guys. Yeah, but the, aren't but super so, strong. What Jason is saying Batrock the Leaper ain't shit to Cap, cause Cap can pick up a firewalled helicopter. Yeah. You there ain't a there ain't a kung fu skill on earth that's gonna let you win a fight with somebody that damn strong. No. no. The only the only thing that can fight super soldiers in the MCU are other super soldiers.
0: Yeah. Speaking of Batrock the Leaper, though, we'll get into some stuff that I at least was disappointed about. Why will these guys not build up a stable of reoccurring villains?
1: I'm I am no so idea. happy
0: when Batrock showed up in this, and then they just casually cap him at the end. It's like, what the? Yeah.
1: And, and that's and that's kind of the thing because you know, uh, the Mephisto and I'm using my hand, hands in quotes for Captain for Falcon and Winter Soldier, Captain America and Winter Soldier. Is the Thunderbolts. You know, like, oh, they're doing Zemo and he's going to be a Thunderbolt. Oh, it's USA and he's going to be a Thunderbolt. But the trick is the, the only run of Thunderbolts that ever lasted that was really ever interesting was when the Thunderbolts were the disguised Masters of Evil. You ain't got a Masters of Evil in the MCU because hell, you won't hardly keep a fucking supervillain alive. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that Zemo lived. I, like I said, like we were saying earlier, Zemo is the one that succeeds because not only does he kind of get what he wants, he lives.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The the thing that surprised me was seeing him on the raft and not somewhere in a cell in Wakanda. Well, you knew he was going to the raft because yeah, when they, the, the Dormammu the said they, they were taking him, him. The raft. They say, yeah, we did tell Bucky. Yeah, we taking him to the raft. Truthfully, that was that was one where you go, why are they not killing him? Yeah yeah regicide usually gets you murked yeah that, that that's why I'm saying. It surprised me that he wasn't you know wasting away in a cell somewhere until they decided to publicly execute that some but uh yeah they they have a they have a super villain problem in that they don't let them live mm-hmm. uh my problem with Batrock was that Sam didn't beat him, yeah, which yeah, was I know is one that. of the damn things that pissed me off in the books, was, was, yeah, in the books, I think it was the first issue with Sam as Captain America. He gets his ass handed to him by Zemo. The only difference between the comic fight with Zemo and this fight with Zemo is Zemo is not literally, as he's kicking his ass, talking about how inferior he is to Steve. And that was the bad taste in my mouth for Zemo this. or Batroc? I mean Batroc. Batrock Batrock beat his ass, and yeah while he's beating his ass he was basically going, yeah you are you are a sad replacement for the original, and that was kind of my I knew going into that he was gonna fight Batrock in that episode, and that was kind of my gauge as to whether I was gonna like it or if i was or if I was gonna have my uh shit it's this bullshit again, and they failed on that one because I think he got. Three or four licks on Batrock that whole fucking fight, that's bullshit. Sam is still an ex-military that's been hanging with Cap now for years. Mm-hmm. They were on the run for two years. And he was on the run with Cap and Black Widow for two years, and nobody trained him and no kind of they didn't do no kind of fucking hand to hand. Nah, that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, right. The only thing that gives them, gives me a little mercy on them. Is Bucky for some fucking reason couldn't fight in this series either? Bucky's fighting was was lackluster. I'm what what I thought when when Bucky wasn't as great a fighter was that whole thing of where he had been brainwashed and now he's under that thing of no killing, no this. He's afraid of his own strength. It's like okay, I'll punch you, but I got to hold way way back because you know if I knock you out, that's one thing, but if I cripple you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's one step too close to killing you, and you know he had that. You know he had he was suffering from PTSD. He didn't have that problem in Madripoor when he was playing Winter Soldier. He he went through them dudes.
0: Yeah, yeah. He that may be that he was hovering at the edge there too. That he may have been you know kind of getting back in that mindset playing that role. Well, uh,
1: well Timo does say in that he's like, hey, he ain't as far away from the Winter Soldier as he thought, huh? Yeah, yeah. He, Well, he told him, you're going to have to make this look real, you know, so break a few bones. Oh, he did. But one of the things, you know, when they had that shootout, you notice he didn't shoot to kill. He was shooting to wound folks, shooting them in the shoulder, in the leg, like that. He didn't put nobody in center mass like Sam
0: and Sharon was. Just as an aside, anybody else notice that these knockoff soldiers clearly didn't have as good as formula? Yeah. yeah, cause yeah. Steve healed a lot better than Ian Carley screwed. Yep.
1: Yeah, that was that was one of the things I was talking to a guy on uh, Facebook about. As I was, cause we were talking about, uh, we were talking about uh, Blonsky in Incredible Hulk, and I was like, yeah, you know, I was trying to show him the timeline, kind of the Super Soldier Serum. In the MCU, with this show kind of stuck in there, and I was like, "Well, you know, they have a healing factor." Oh no, they! Don't. I was like, "No, dude, they have a healing factor." Yeah, but it, you know, he was thinking it was the Hulk blood that did that to Blonsky. I was like, "No, he didn't have the Hulk blood yet. That was literally his first dose of that damn serum." Hulk kicked him into a tree, and they described his bones as being like shattered gravel, and he came back from that. You heal. And then I was showing him how many how many lethal wounds Cap has taken and hell, half of them just get right back up. Because in the Avengers, one, one of the tachari shoots him in the gut. You see him take a blast of the gut. And Thor takes out the rest of them and he reaches down and picks Steve up. And Steve's kind of like, as Thor makes something and, and some comment and Steve goes, what's the matter, you sleepy? But he literally just been shot in the gut. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't stop him. Hell at all. Which, you know, makes his comment about, you know, if you get such and such, do this. If you get such and such, do it. And if you get killed, walk it off. Yeah. Okay. You know, we ain't all what? like you, Steve. Well, that's that just his cap speech. But, you know, but that, you know, for him to go into the hospital at the end to win a soldier, he'd been shot three times, stabbed, He'd had Bucky take that bionic arm and bash him in the face a few times, and then he'd fallen about three stories from a hella and they put him in the hospital. You don't know, and you don't know how long he'd been there, and probably didn't stay very long.
0: Yeah. So, what do y'all know, what do y'all think about the quote unquote big reveal? Sure. I mm-hmm. yeah. And it was the worst kept secret in ever. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I was pretty much aware of it going in myself. And I hadn't really been, you know, hitting uh, Facebook groups or anything about it. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, that that one was fairly
1: obvious. Uh, Truthfully, I knew she was the power broker after she shot the chick in Madripoor. Yeah. Because she had no reason to be protecting Bucky and Sam you know, she wasn't there as backup. They were shocked that it was her. And it was like, yeah, she shot her to shut her the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the uh the bounty on their lives, yeah, who else would have put it on them but her. Yeah. You have the their thing now is she must be a scroll, but I think that's just people they can't accept the fact that yeah, she just she just evil. She just bent and i i watched a thing on uh, youtube where a guy was showing you evidence that hell she's always been bent. just a quick one in the in uh captain america the winter soldier she was assigned to captain america right mm-hmm. she's the one that, that comes to him and goes hey you know you left your, your your record player on you know when he goes in there and finds nick in there Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. How'd the winter soldier know where Nick Fury was? Nick got away from him. Remember, he cut a hole in the in the uh, cement and the roof of that SUV and had dipped. That's right, he did, didn't he? So how the hell did the winter soldier know that Nick was there in the first place if somebody didn't tell him? Mm, fair point. Uh, she she had the gun on crossbones, but she didn't hit him. That was point blank. Cause remember, at the end of it, they show her like she's target practicing, so she'd be better at it. But well, if she's a shield agent, she's already good at it. Yeah. So, but they, it would explain you know, the whole Hydra thing that you know. Yeah, there's a whole, but but once you go back, if you go back and not look at her as oh, this is. Sharon Carter from the comics, and she's automatically a good guy. If you go back and go, well, hell, I'm just going to look at shit. Yeah, she's done a whole lot of shit in that series that was kind of shady. Yeah. And truthfully, then when you have the after credit scene in this, it really just sets up to be where she was in the beginning. Mm -hmm. With access to all kind of shit. Yeah. Because that was, the thing is the guy that I was talking to was like, oh, she was behind the Flag Smashers. I was like, no, the Flag Smashers had worked for her and had double-crossed them. She made super soldiers out of them because, you know, she tells Carly, she was like, why don't you guys come back and work for me again, which means they worked for her in the first place. And Carly goes, I'm not interested in building an empire. I'm interested in changing this world. But yeah, even even the thing when uh in uh, Endgame where you see all the people that's disappeared. Because one of the things that people are going, well, you know, they ain't been back but six months. How'd she create this criminal empire in six months' time? You don't know if she was blipped out or not. You just know that they think she was. Scott Lang is on that thing, too. Yeah. Scott Lang wasn't blipped out. They just didn't know where he was. If she's running around in Madripoor, it's real easy. Well, hell, she must have blipped out. Now you just don't, you just assume that because you don't know where in the hell she is. And that's a hell of a power vacuum depending on who's not around in hell. If she's shield, I'm pretty sure if Ross knew where that vat of super soldier serum was, she knew where it was. Yeah. Hell really? yeah. Because he was sneaking and doing it his damn self. Uh, there ain't no uh, telling that she ain't been... I mean, if she had access to it, she'd probably juiced herself. You know? It wouldn't shock me a, a bit if you... Yeah. On the other hand, though, she it. also
0: knows what that stuff did to the skull. And and she wouldn't know... She would know about Blonsky, but she wouldn't necessarily know that he'd gotten dosed with something extra afterwards. The formula may have just, you know, screwed him up. What I'm saying is, like, the... Uh, Flag smashers,
1: you know, she knows what it did to them. You know? Well, the trick is, you know, that's one of them kind of things where you could tell she didn't give a fuck about. She was the power behind the throne. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My whole thing in that is when they start going, well, she must be a scroll, and she must be this. No, No, she may just been bent from jump. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, it wouldn't shock me if when the next time you see her. You see, she's also juiced, you know, because hey, I've got all this product. I've got folks working for me with with super strength. I wouldn't want them to know that I was juiced, but you know, that be, be a happy, happy little surprise it has to be a happy little surprise. <laughs> oh, you, you stepped to me. Guess what? I gave is what a I piece. roughly
0: your equal, and there's five of you. Yeah,
1: because that's the trick is there. The super soldier serum in this fluctuated. Yeah. Well, you're either badass, but if you're fighting another super soldier, you ain't quite a badass, but maybe you're badass. I mean, sure, if you're a badass, you could be a badass. We don't know.
0: I just kind of assumed it's a knockoff, so, you know. Yeah.
1: You know, who knows? That's almost one of those things where it's kind of like the things that happened were things that needed to happen for the story to progress. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily looking back at how it's worked. Up until then, because I'm fairly certain that the version that they took is probably the same version that Blonsky took. Yeah. Cause that was the whole thing when they had the scientist and he's talking about, well, I've improved it. You don't have to go through all this, basically the Vitale treatment and all that. Yeah, Blonsky didn't go through all that shit either. They just gave him shots of it in his muscles and in his bones. Yeah. And he didn't have he didn't have an ill effect. Until he took
0: another dose of the shit. Yeah, I want to say you you were seeing some kind of weirdness on his back and stuff, you know. Right that. after he took another dose of the shit. Oh, a second dose of the stuff. Yeah, gotcha. gotcha. He took he took he took more than one dose. In fact, he's
1: the only one in there that you know for a fact took more than one one go round of that crap. Yeah, because it was after his back was broke and they gave him another shot. Mm-hmm. You see his back. You know. Yeah, it's 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 after he had had healed from that first go around, because remember in Incredible Hulk, they had him on a regimen. Rossi came to him and basically said, We're gonna give you this the dose of this stuff. And if you but if you have any kind of ill side effects, we take you off. Which meant he was on a they were they were having him on a regimen of taking that shit. And that was a trick, was that second dose wasn't doing him no good. Mm-hmm. That was when you see him looking in the mirror and he's starting to have that kind of sweaty crackhead look. And his back, his spine kind of starts to morph out and shit like that. Yeah, that's after the second go-round. First go-round he was needed shit, but that was but Blonsky and, and Ross were both kind of power hungry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Blonsky's whole thing is he was wanting to be equal to the Hulk. And that first go-round, while he was bad as hell, he wasn't Hulk's equal, so he wanted yeah. some more. Yeah. And but, that's why when he, when he saw that Hulk blood, he was like, oh, so you can do that kind of shit? Well, I want some. And, you know, Stearns goes, I don't know. Look like you've been doing something to yourself already. You know, the result could be some kind of abomination. He picks him up by the throat, and he's like, hey, I didn't say I wouldn't do it. I'm just giving you informed consent. Yep.
0: <laughs> So anyway to wrap up, anybody have any final th- thoughts on Falcon and the Winter Soldier?
1: I liked it and I'm I'm shocked that we got through this whole series and have yet to talk about either Bucky or
0: <laughs> I like Bucky's, you know, story in it just fine, but he's basically Bucky going into it and Bucky coming out of it. He's just a little no, more at peace.
1: I think he was. I think he was a winter soldier going into it, and he was Bucky Barnes coming out of it. Yeah, that that was what I get. I I liked how they he finally crossed all the the names off of his list. He told the little uh, Asian guy truth about his son Mr. Nakajima, and you know when he looked in, you know the the lady at, at the uh, sushi place was sitting there with a the little old man feeding him, and you know it was like okay, he's not alone anymore. I can I can leave with you know. And See then, the, the thing that I. Found in Bucky's arc, because he had an arc. Was the last time you see Bucky? Is something that you ain't seen Bucky probably since First Avenger. You saw him happy. Yeah. Yeah. You've never seen Bucky happy. But he's there at that cookout with Sam and shit like that, and he's happy. Yeah. They they both have smiles on their faces. He's playing with the kids are hanging on his Ah, they stand there, like that. He's like, you know, you just have a conversation. You see him happy. Yeah. So that's kind of his, his arc. Yeah. You know, uh, Sam's thing. Sam, uh, Sam's thing is kind of gone from, I guess, hell. His is, his is a little more complex than Bucky's because his thing was he doing well. He, he's accepting the role of Captain America. But he's kind of going into it knowing that you yeah. know some of you won't like me. Yeah, it, which was why he didn't take it in the first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that was one of the things I like about come down to
0: screw those guys.
1: Well, I'll... yeah, it comes down to what he tells what he told Isaiah that you know we built this damn country, and I'm not going to let somebody tell me I can't fight for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that that's kind of like his cap speech there when you know at the end of the thing when he you know. They're talking about oh we've got to get these terrorists. and he's like why why you got a label thing you know he gives his cap speech and he's like you can feed you know thousands with a phone call you could do this with it why does it have to be an issue you know and he basically you know you I like the one who that's black fucking. no that's Captain America you know and if you that the public response to what he's saying well versus- the trick is if you notice the public still don't know what the fuck to call him because when he's walking past you hear. Some of the reporters going, who the hell are you? Are you Captain Falcon now? You know, yeah. So that's still at where Walker, oh, it's Captain America. Hey, Cap is back. That's Captain America. Where he's still. But yeah, the reporters were like that. But the people on the street. Well, the people were like us, oh, Black Falcon. That's like Prince when he changed his name to the symbol. Yeah, nobody actually called him because you couldn't pronounce it. It was like, oh, yeah, it's Prince. Mm-hmm. They came up with that. us oh, the artist formerly named, known as Prince. I don't think I ever called him that that entire time. Oh, Prince got a new song out.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, well, we're going to wrap it here because, you know, we were doing Last Thoughts on Falcon and now we're talking about Prince, so it's probably time to go. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like and subscribe. If you're listening to us on a podcatcher, take a moment to rate us if you would. It, those sorts of things help. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, you can leave comments below. You can reach us at the NerdEternal Gmail.com. You can reach us on Facebook. Uh if you go to our uh website, thenerdeternal.com, we have a shop. Uh, as well as that being a good central hub for you to keep up with everything we're doing from this podcast to our actual play podcast to you know, whatever else we come up with. <clears throat> So, anyway, I have been your host for the day, the Experience of Some Call Jason, and with me is Ben. CDL113, the droid you're looking for, and the blurred Dawn of the Veil, the Todd Father. And we will see y'all next time.